Alright, welcome back to the Duke Basketball Junkies. I am your host, Mike. This is my co-host, Peter. And we are coming to you from Las Vegas, where we live for some reason. But we used to go to Duke, and now we live vicariously through the student section, watching these games. Although both of these games we're going to recap and talk about, we're on the road Duke has not lost a road game this year, and it's amazing, Peter. Hold Two incredible second. victories I mean, over Virginia and Louisville. Yes, what's... Excessive uh, exuberance. How many road games have we played? I don't know. I'll tell you. Seven? Six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two ridiculously amazing games. I mean, you almost can't top the Virginia, and then the last game was incredible. Two of the most memorable wins in recent Duke basketball history. Uh, no, really the second one. I mean, the first one was, they just... Sweeping a really great Virginia team. Uh, Where do you want to start? You want to start with Virginia or you want to start with uh, Louisville? I think we got to start with Louisville. we got to start okay. with, with the comeback. Because it was... Okay. One of the... Three, <laughs> Whatever one of you the, want. Whatever you want. One of the three best comebacks... What are you talking about? In Duke... History it's, it's that top, I remember. One of the top two. Well, Actually, top three. There's two top against three. Maryland. No, we were, yeah. There's two That's against it. Maryland. That's we were down 20 in a Final Four game against Maryland in 2001. But that was in the first half. But yes, I agree. That was late in the first half. We cut it to 10 at halftime. And then we went on to win the game by double digits. Two, 2001, if uh, you guys are, are too young. Yeah, that was that was an incredibly satisfying uh win and come back uh, was not quite like this in terms of when it happened right down the stretch. The other one was Jason Williams led uh, same, same basically the same, same year, year same team down 10 or 11 with about a minute 10 left. Yeah. And uh, that that was stunning. That was probably more stunning than this against a better team but I've never seen anything quite like this either the whole time it was happening, I still thought there was no chance. Yeah, they even, just needed... Even, you know, we were let down like five with a minute and a half left, or they sank a three, and then uh, it it didn't seem... It seemed like a valiant, valiant, awesome effort, but we were going to come up short, and then... I don't know what, the, what was wrong with these guys. Louisville, I mean. All right, so... Emotionally, I found it incredibly rewarding... Right after kind of being down in the depths to, to, to just let it start rolling the way it rolled. Zion with the foul trouble and like the, you know, what they were able to do as soon as he came back into the game and mostly stayed in the game. Got picked up his fourth yeah, at one point. He picked up the first one quick, but. Yeah, but from when he came back with the, the, the four fouls, it yeah. was ju- they just rolled. They yeah. absolutely rolled. Coach K switches the defense. Picks up great more aggressively job, full court. Great job, coach. Incredible. Incredible great adjustment. The half-court defense, we haven't quite seen them trap, extend the traps out to the half-court line like they were doing. Yeah. They, well, they went away wire from comes you, I think in. it was like three quarters. Yeah, well, it was full court, but it was also like an aggressive half-court trap where it was very risk-taking, and Zion sort of was playing uh, the, you know, free, free safety. safety. And, and and Goldwire and Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett just applying a ton of ball pressure, trapping in the corners. Like, 
You're talking. Louis, you're talking in this game. This game, Louis, Louisville, obviously they choked. They a little choked bit. a hard one. They choked, but the, the the game pressure and the ball pressure combined with our exceptional athletes, it was just. And we we missed a lot. By the way, we missed a lot of transition opportunities. Yeah, like we, Goldwire missed a dunk. Goldwire wasn't even a dunk. He just like wrong footed and like, wrong footed from the left side. Yeah, it was very strange. Somehow, I think maybe he <laughs> thought he was gonna dunk it, but then, you know. Yeah, and and we. I think we just got gift wrapped, maybe like eight or ten points, where they just just gave us the ball and and watched us go down. Just a ton of live ball turnovers. Trey Jones like got one in the backcourt after kind of. A guy slipped on Zion's sweat. Yes, that was very it was, lucky. It was pretty awesome. There's some lucky a, breaks. You yeah. need some luck to come back from 23. Like we yeah. were hit, we hit shots. They missed some shots. Uh, and I, yeah. and that how about the guys like back heel being in the cylinder on that review? I, I didn't even what a, what I, didn't, I didn't even know that that was a rule. That, that you couldn't be in the cylinder. No, that That's you can review that. I didn't that know you can review. Uh, uh, Bad call. They expanded and which calls the scope can you can, you, can yeah. you examine? They expanded the scope of what you can review. There's still things you can't review. Yeah. But whether their feet are inbounds, out of bounds, within the circle, out of the circle, that's something the replay can help you help you figure yeah. out. It, it felt like we got rewarded there, but for making a mistake. You know, Zion hands off the ball to Cam, and I, I, I'm not feeling good about it. Despite the second half, Cam played. Yeah, because when Cam drives, he's often out of control, and even if even if he's almost not, always out of control. Yeah, and if he's not out of control, <laughs> his uh, success rate at a two point, uh, you know, it's not that it's actually really bad. Yeah, it is. He's uh, his turnover rates high, and his two point field goal percentage is forty percent. And uh, but but to go back to the beginning of that final play, I like that. Trey Jones gave the ball to Zion, gave him the first option. I love that they des- they're designing sort of designing big possessions to go to Zion. Yeah, that's exactly what it should be. He's so much more efficient than RJ. Yeah, and he's just the best option in college basketball. Yeah, I was I was surprised he didn't try to take it the entire way, um, and he gave it up pretty early to Cam. And in Cam's defense or Coach K's defense, if it was drawn up to do that, Cam was playing great. He had the biggest green light. He was knocking down 24, 25 footers like it was nothing. And he wanted and, the ball. And he, yeah, exactly. Which is great. You know, I'm glad he's. In fact, confident. he's real. Like when we're in that spot, he's the guy who should be shooting those threes. Yeah, the the, 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 the the Virginia game, I thought would give the wrong people the green light. You know, like Zion went one for five in this game, or one for four from three. RJ is getting better. Did you know um, RJ's shooting, he's now shooting 37 to 38% in conference from three? And Zion's shooting about 35% in conference from three? Is there, is there a reason why you're looking at in conference? Which is lately, you know, sort of, those are the games they've played lately, the last 12, you know, dozen games, you know, yeah. besides St. John's. Yeah, if you just look at Virginia, he's shooting 60%. Right, but you have to take the outliers good and bad. You can't just throw them all out. Like, like, there's an averages are averages for a reason, but but those percentages are not as bad as it feels they are. Where it's you know there's going to be one true indicator. You look at their free throw percentage, you divide it by half, or maybe multiply it by forty percent. That's generally what they're going to shoot from three. Like if they're shooting sixty five high sixty percent from the free throw line, if they shoot well from three, 
that's the, it's a disconnect. I it's an indicator, but it's certainly not like directly. It's not direct. It's not a direct correlation always. So I think you're overstating it a little. But I hear you. Yeah. I mean, we can go back and look at all the, all the guys who shoot in the sixty percent from the free throw line. If they shoot forty percent or above from three, that's just totally accidental because they only shoot like. 60, 70, 80 shots a year. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to ascertain whether they really are pure shooters, that, yeah. that's a good way to do it. It's certainly indicative, but it's a different shot. Standing in a free throw line perfectly still and a dynamic three-point shot in the middle of the game, a jump shot. Yeah. It's a different, different skill set, but correlated, I, obviously. Yeah. But let's not talk about that for 10 minutes. Let's talk about these games a little more, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, Cam, we're, Cam we're, Reddish we're, steps yeah. up. Yeah. Cam Reddish steps up against Louisville down the stretch and plays his role and really good on defense, you know, right. during that hectic stretch, like made life very difficult. I said Trey Jones and RJ were trapping, but Cam Cam and Goldwire were doing it too and very, yeah. very everyone was very effective. I felt I felt like probably at the, the ten minute mark there was a timeout or a dead ball situation. Coach K calls him over, look, we're down twenty three or twenty. There's all this speculation as to what was said. Zion claims Coach K said, I don't coach losers. But I'm not calling you guys losers, but you guys are playing like losers. Um, or he said, we're going to win. Yeah, I'm which, he later, which win. he later claimed he didn't believe, so it was sort of a lie. But I want to say that from that time period on, um, he either said something or, the, or the, the team took on a mindset they just started playing free. You know, like, they're probably going to lose the game, so there's not really that much to lose. So you have Trey and Goldwire just putting incredible pressure in the uh, in the beginning, and then you have everybody else just ball hawking like crazy and really going for steals. And we got so fortunate to we get all those so steals. Many steals. And then he told Cam, look, Cam, if you have even a window of an opportunity, you just let it fly because we need to make threes to cut into this 20, 23 15, 19 point deficit. I mean, we were down 19 points with six and a half minutes left. That's so incredible. It's impossible. Well, we I, were, I saw a win expectation that was like 99.7%. You know, one in 300 times you're going to win a game like that in that spot. Uh, this team, I guess, will win more than one out of 300 times in a spot like that. But, it, you know, the, this team shows you how special they can be in certain aspects. At the same time, the game was troubling in terms of like how they got down so so big and and they they were getting burned a lot on defense uh yeah well the first half they were I actually first, they played pretty the, well the, the on first defense. half of the first and, half it seemed like they were playing well cam had a great first like five minutes of the game we had the lead i thought we were running bad not to extend that lead early okay but then we just we went super cold yeah. There's so many first-half offensive possessions where Zion doesn't touch the ball. And RJ, I'll call a spade a spade, RJ was just forcing shit the whole the game. game. Not just the shooting. shooting us out of the game. Not, I had less problem with the shooting yeah. than I had with the forced yeah. sort of weaker drives that like he's, he's taking he's his get time off a terrible shot. in the paint. He was getting stripped. Yeah. He was getting, you know, Louis, Louisville has athletes. And it wasn't just that you could see that he was going to get off a very, very poor shot, but you could see like sort of a, a big guy down low or a guy in the corner or a guy 
It's the, the same thing we've been talking about. Line. It's yeah. the same thing we've been talking about. Yeah, I think about. he made two threes and then missed maybe like ten shots. Yeah, and I just thought he was putting his head down and trying to force it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's really an unbecoming part of his game. But, of course, you always have to take the, the balance of it yeah, is that he's I'm, an incredible player. Look, uh, I'm learning to embrace RJ. I think he's great. He's a winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was engaged on the bench when he sat for a little bit and then he came back in. But in addition to RJ, uh, Trey Jones might have had the worst game of his of his young career. He was terrible. He was... Not only was he terrible... Completely shooting, ineffective on offense. He wasn't passing well. He wasn't... Yeah. He wasn't as effective driving. He made one. He made one like pretty incredible finish, but until you know, until the last ten minutes of the game, he was really ineffective. You know, he went two of ten from the field. Okay. Uh, one was on that gift where the guy slipped. I mean, uh, he, I thought yeah. I thought he had a really really bad game for the first thirty minutes. Yeah. Just I, just like everyone except Zion. I mean, I thought Zion had a very good first. I mean, he had a great game. Zion just walks on water for the most part and continues. He's occasionally he gets caught I, like in an awkward spot. Or he's awesome. He does everything <laughs> awesome. My my only quibble with him is uh, he he overestimates his dribbling, his his handle. His his handle know, and his like, game, his offensive game yeah. isn't isn't as tight in some aspects as yeah. you would expect for a player of his transcendent greatness. Yeah, and he's like I said earlier. I said he was like our best option or maybe the best option in college basketball like for a half court set yeah he's, he's one know. of the best options I can ever remember seeing in college basketball but sort of without a plan like it doesn't feel like he has a plan he's just winging it and like the force of him gets to the rim in unpredictable ways and it's just always interesting I mean that analyst did a little thing on a dry erase board right before the game started it seemed to break down Zion's like three options which is sort of true it's just a straight dribble it's limited yeah but he, he always goes left and if he goes right he's just faking because he's going to pivot back and go left <laughs> so don't bite on the right always go left but he's just so fast his vertical is so high and he's so strong there's a play early in the game that, that where he was jumping from the, from the right baseline yeah. through two guys and like powered the ball through into a ba- little bank layup. Yeah, and it was just like nobody, nobody gets makes that shot as cleanly as as he does. Like to power the ball to where he got it so he could lay it in. Uh, if you remember the drive, they replayed it a few times. Like it, it wasn't he like the most a, remarkable yeah. dunk. He just has a way of exploding the ball to the point he needs it yeah. and then having a feathers touch you know I mean just the power dribble the power jump through two defenders and then lasting and, in and, the air longer and, then, than and then body control and then he has such great he has such a feathery touch around the basket so we were we were in bad shape when he was not in the game we were not we were not good we were not very good in this game and you know it wasn't all him the last 10 minutes but damn it, if it wasn't a lot of him, you know, yeah. he's so disruptive and, and he just has so much gravity that it opens it up for other people. All of a sudden, three-pointers were more open when he got back in the game. Right. Um, what about that RJ pass that's set up to, to Cam in transition? That, I thought it was a little hot doggy, but it was actually highly, highly functional. Well, it was wasn't, highly functional. And it was like the second hot dog pass he had in the last five minutes of the game. He feels free. 
I think he just feels free to. One, he's a baller, right? He is. He but, is. I love. But, I but mean, it's not. It's the effective part. I mean, the pass was fine, and and the hot dog is that he sets a screen exactly, yeah, and he's in the way, and he like he knew exactly what he was doing, and I see Ben Simmons make that exact kind of pass, pass JJ and, pass and screen for JJ, yeah, quite often, uh, and it's you know it's pretty special to see a college freshman do it. Um, in I, a big I, spot, I, I like, like seeing RJ defer more down the stretch. Absolutely, you know. I mean, and and he he still converted on, I want to say a good three or four possessions himself. Got strips. I mean, everybody contributed. Yeah. Everybody. He's a beast in transition. So he had a euro step to beautiful, the right. That beautiful. Was, that was and that euro special. step brought like Joey Baker off the bench, mimicking the euro step. I thought the bench was fantastic, especially Joey Baker. Uh, Mike Buckmeyer, all those guys brought so much energy. They they kept cheering the team on, even though they were down 23, 20, 15. I mean, they were pretty... I thought they were rock stars, the bench. Yeah, the the bench, the enthusiasm was great. The, the energy of the team, you could just feel this team. They are so together. And even yeah. if they lost this game, and they might have. Yeah. You know, it's... So what? There's the you know, what, like, what is it? The letdown game after like a tremendous road victory against one of the best teams in the country. Um, I do want to go back to one of the my my continuous quibbles. Uh, Joey Baker. I probably panicked a little bit when uh, Trey Jones went down and Cam was sick. I was like, should we consider taking off the red shirt off this kid? This is like his second game in the, in this Louisville game. Do you know what the bench scoring production was? We had one free throw. And the previous game, we had essentially zero points. Joey Baker has to be better than O'Connell, Goldwire, Joey Baker wouldn't even get in a game. Coach K is just not bringing anyone else in. He has confidence in those four guys. To score every single point. And then Bolden gets played off the court in half these games. And he brings in Javin or Jack White or, in this case, Goldwire down the stretch. Yeah. Right. He gives Alex O'Connell like a five-minute look and pulls him for no reason. And come on, he, it just Joe, doesn't matter. He's Joe, playing Trey Jones. He's right. playing Zion. He's playing Cam Reddish. He's riding these horses and, and while the, we have them. And, and they're always going to there's no lose, looking back. Lose a little efficiency at the tail end of halves. Um, but I, I, yeah. I would venture to say that Joey Baker's probably going to have a better Duke career than the three or four guys who are first to come off the bench. Yeah, probably. So. He could be some type of asset. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're doing that. Yeah, I mean, I've never course, seen it. Obviously, unless once a guy redshirts, I've never seen him come off the bench. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think ready. we've ever had a, a redshirt um, declared a redshirt to start off the season. It was always like an injury or somebody didn't play that many games, and then they ret- they retroactively asked for a redshirt from the NCAA. I can't yeah. remember anybody being declared, oh, we're just going to redshirt him to start off. So this is a really weird It's something that used to happen more back, back in the day. Um, and I, I don't have a specific example. Yeah. My, I'm sure it happened a few times, but I don't, I don't really recall. Maybe, yeah, you're I mean, right. More obvi- recently, obviously, it's, obviously it's not going to happen. My point is yeah. we're getting jack shit from the bench. I, well, I mean, I, it's. I don't know that it's the the bench's fault. You know, Goldwire stepped up and made a huge contribution in this game, uh, and there really wasn't room for other people. Uh, Jack Jack White, he has enough of a of a sliver of an opening to shoot a corner three instead. 
he hesitates, he dribbles left, and he charges into a guy. I mean, he's yeah. I don't his, know where Jack White is. His, his, his little gone. mental right now. Yeah, it, it's sort of a shame. He was. I, I'd like to see more bench contributions, but I'm resigned to the fact that Coach K is going to ride these four horses. He's going to go with Bolden most of the time, and when that's not working, he's going to bring him one other guy, and pretty much it's four four guys, four constants on the court. A lot of eggs in one basket. But you know, I I, I have some measure of confidence in. These other guys, I don't think they can't get on the court, and like we have to really worry that deeply about it. Zion was in foul trouble in this game, and yeah, they didn't play that well without him on the court. Yeah, but but it was a road game in a very tough environment against a, a pretty good Louisville team. Okay. So it, yeah, maybe you know, maybe we shouldn't be concerned that the bench has one field goal made in the last two games. It's uh, the dominance of the starters. Really. <laughs> I mean, Coach K has always had these dominant guys, starters. These guys don't he's pass that much. These guys only pass to each other. Um, you know, just a quick note about Bolden, because we kind of go back and forth on him. He's he's generally played well, and I, I like the way he's played in conference. I like the role he has in the team. But in certain games, he just he's, he's a weakness. You know, he's a weakness if they attack us a certain way. Against UVA, he was a big weakness. And against Louisville, he was hurting us as well. And I don't think we should be giving him more than one or two post-touches in a game. I think it's just a mistake, like, ultimately. I mean, he's an outlet pass I, I, for a dunk. I like his I like his touches, actually, because I'm oh, curious to know what he's going to do. I think, I think he's okay. I, I think it is overstated, his... Um, his lateral quickness, um, they keep saying he can guard one through five and he can guard like the other guy's point guard, at least Against for two or three dribbles or, or, or whatnot. I, Against certain teams. I, I, I like him. I, yeah. I like athletic bigs. I like rim protection. I like rim running. Um, I like having that big dunking guy available for, for dump offs. Um, I mean, this team should be great. Should be, you know. This, this team is coming together. The plan is making more and more sense so these are all quibbles let's talk about the uva game yeah uh, one so, final coach k quibble yeah uh he calls a timeout with 35 seconds left at that point he should yank goldwire put in a shooter like jack white or alex o'connell because goldwire is not going to be an offensive plus coach k is thinking oh we made this huge comeback with goldwire i'm not going to pull him now except this kid is one of 18 from three and five of 30 from the field 100 percent, and he shot he shot He's a missing layups. He doesn't. The three point attempts are not even. They don't even look like they're close to going in. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not, offense, he's defense, offense, yeah. defense down the stretch. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. But that's not how Coach K usually yeah, goes he's, about He's like, oh, Jordan Goldberg's my lucky charm. I'm going to ride him until we win this game, is what he's thinking. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's exactly that logic, but it's something. It's more. He goes with he's his more feel. He's more feel. Yeah. Yeah, he's less technical, more feel. Uh, what's um, so? What else we got? We got the UVA game, which was a bigger game. I mean, it was for the. We're now first place alone in the ACC, yeah. right? And we sweep Virginia two of the last seven games. So the, we haven't they, lost yeah. since we beat Virginia at home. It was a little shorthanded. Um, Syracuse at home. Yeah, it was on our last loss, but we beat Virginia and we've run off wins since then. Including the two, the two against UVA, we're first in conference. Right. Uh, one loss. We're the only team with one loss. 
UVA is two, UNC is two. We've got two games against UNC coming up. But this game on the road at UVA, the line was pretty close. You know, we weren't a big favorite. Uh, two and a half, two. Yeah. One and a half, two, two and a half. And it's the stiffest challenge, you know, of the season. Tougher than, you know, arguably tougher than the Gonzaga game in the finals of Hawaii because we're on the road. And what what I was impressed so much by was that I thought UVA played really well. Dude, they played great. They played really and good. In fact, it was it was it was Tony Bennett's design. Like, look, we're gonna pack the paint, we're gonna let him shoot threes, and they're gonna beat us from the outside, and somehow we couldn't miss from the outside. That was the game plan, you know, like when they when RJ started yeah. off five for five, it's like, look, we're just gonna live and die with that because this is not gonna continue, and it sorta of did. Uh, Virginia played. I mean, they shot very well. They shot well too. Yeah. yeah, they made tough shots. Kyle Guy made tough, tough shots. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter can play. Man, that kid is good. He exactly. did great. He did the best job guarding Zion. He's awesome. Anyone's done. But by he far. got post ride big time by Zion <laughs> in that corner three. I mean, everyone's saying he took a long time to shoot the three. I mean, I it didn't seem like he was. He took that much time, and then Zion literally came across. Two thirds, three quarters of the this, you know this, the the wide the wide length of the court. The Zion block it wasn't a corner three. It was sort of like you know ten feet over, ten feet up, but it was an iconic, an iconic college basketball sort of yeah. meme. It got yeah. on Twitter yeah. on my Twitter account. Every every single guy I follow posted it with a comment. Like every single sports guy that I follow, national, local. People I follow from Philadelphia, people I follow from the Duke, obviously. Anybody who saw it. Yeah, everybody had something to say. The comments were like, it was bigger than any of his it, dunks. It cause blew the, up the, uh, the internet. The ground he covered was, and then some people were like, ah, oh, well, he took too long to get the shot up. But, oh my God. It was, it, I mean, how, yeah, how it was often does Zion do that in a game? Well, that one just looked amazing but yeah once a game he does he, something on yeah. defense that you're like oh my god but even to start up the virginia game he uh trey picks his guy it's a loose ball zion recovers the ball takes two dribbles sees no one's around him you could sort of see the wheels turning he's like should i do something sick like a 360 windmill he's like you know what we're on the road this is gonna be a tough game we better keep this simple and he does a dunk, which is like a, a little bit uh, simple, but it was still ridiculous. He takes the ball behind his basket, dunks it with so much force through the basket, just flies out of there. Um, I want to say like four or five times a game. I'm just like, he does I'm, something, I'm, I'm watching, something on the I'm just watching and I'm just like, you know, this guy is ridiculous. He is absolutely ridiculous. We should appreciate every single game and get to watch him. You know, UNC had Jordan for for three years. Yeah, and he wasn't. He didn't look like. Didn't quite look like Jordan. I mean, by the time his junior year, he kind of looked like Jordan. But he he was special in that Olympics as a college player. I remember. But this is pre-memory. But Zion, it's insane the stuff he's doing. So. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter though I thought did the best job anyone's done on Zion. One on one, you know. Period. I, there's been teams that have defended him pretty well. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter is very good. DeAndre Hunter is really good. Zion, you know, basically is held to six of eight from the field. He turned it over five times, and that was a lot of that was directly a result of that. Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah. Uh, and so, and we make up for it with 
going crazy. Cam and, and RJ go crazy from three. We go 13 of 21 from the three-point line. Yeah. Which is out of character. I mean, we were sort of due to get a hot game, maybe. But then the next game tells us, I mean, this is who we are. Well, you know, it all averages out. But really, we made like four or five extra three-pointers that we don't usually hit in that game. But part of it is they were really giving it to us. I, um, I think it's a few more than that. Uh, 20, yeah. we're supposed to make six. No, no, we're not supposed to make six, Peter. We're not, we're not supposed to make six. Like I said, RJ, RJ is shooting 37% from three in conference. Cam shooting yeah. the same similar percentage. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, guess... Like, those are the guys shooting the shots. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why we're having this uh, tension between us over the shooting, but... No one's expected what, to shoot 28% what, from three, even if they shoot that for a stretch. I don't care what their free throw percentage is. Well, like these guys you, are gamers, and right? They but play. You're, you're you're bringing up their ACC yeah. three point shooting percentage, and and I guess my position is you think they're running it, good. It, it doesn't really matter. What's more important is how good of a shooter are they? I think these guys are just getting more comfortable with the college game. Cam Cam Reddish has gotten a little more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could tell. You could tell. I mean, like, he still when, only went four for fourteen in the last game from three. Right. I mean, you right. can tell when Luke Kennard and Jason Tatum are shooting like 34 percent from the three from the three point line. Yeah, they're running bad, but you can tell they're great shooters from a charity strike. They shoot like eighty five percent. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, apparently you have it down to a science, and it's all like you could just put. You know, I I'm just saying they made they made some extra threes. Whether they made five, six, seven, I think you're being a little rough on them in general this season on the shooting. And the UVA game sort of is my case in point. Like we are capable of shooting well sometimes. It's I, not, I, I not that crazy. I agree. Um, um, and the, okay. don't they get credit for doing it in a big game on the road? The bit one of the, maybe the biggest game of the season. Listen, I was very yeah. happy they made all the threes. I was just. Maybe a little bit concerned about what the effect of that would be. Yeah, um, I still, I still, you know, when when people wind up to take a three point shot, like Trey or Zion. I mean, maybe you're happy when they take the shot. I'm not very happy when they take that shot. Zion is a slow release. Yeah, but and, I don't... and they're begging him to take it. They're begging. They're just playing off him. Yeah, yeah. And he's shooting 35 percent from three in the ACC, and it's it's actually been very effective. Well, 30. Even 30% yeah. from three is, you know, 30, 35% that is number, one point per, that per number, shot. I, I agree with you. And you're more likely to get an offensive rebound off a three than you are off like a I, miss I just, two. I don't know. I just I don't put that much stock into a smaller sample size when there's a larger sample size. Oh, they're both small sample sizes. And these guys. Except one's like. And you look at high school or whatever, but, but these guys are getting better, right? Yeah. Like they're growing, they're improving, they're practicing. They're just much better at doing other things like attacking the basket. <laughs> yeah, there's the, well, yeah, absolutely. You know? But uh, yeah, the UVA game it was so they shot well, but I also thought they executed well. They they played. I just thought they played a really good game. UVA made a lot of tough shots. I actually thought UVA's shot making was a little less likely than ours in terms of some of the shots they hit. Um, and they shot pretty well too. They shot forty-two percent from three. I mean, it's uh, a testament to them that we couldn't we couldn't really we couldn't put them away. Exactly. I mean, they were they kept making tough buckets. They stayed close. They scared us a few times. I think they cut it down to five, maybe with like four or five minutes left. Um, 
and at the same time, it still seemed like every the, time the game did, was ours to lose. You know, every like, time they we, cut we it answered. down, we answered. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it. I I hope we play them two more times. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think UVA's run bad against us. We played great. Well, if we play them we two more great. times, it means it probably means we're, we're playing them in the ACC championship and uh, the final four of the finals. Yes, that'd be great. That'd be pretty neat. It'd be like Maryland in 01. So, uh, so, you know, Barrett had 26 and hit six three-pointers. He's probably not going to hit six threes again in a game. Um, Cam, Cam had a big game with 17 for him, and he shot well, high percentage. Uh, Trey Jones played a really good floor game. Played every minute of the game. Yeah, he and RJ, right? Yeah, every yeah. single minute. Uh, Absurd. And, <laughs> and, and Bolden played a lot of minutes, and I thought struggled. Uh, I thought clearly struggled. It yeah. was exploited. Um, I mean, I think we had to have him out there because Jack Salt is such a beast. Jack Salt's like built like Thor, and he's almost seven yeah. feet tall. And then they have another big guy who's a, yeah. little, a little bit more of a scorer. I'm okay with Bolden there. I mean... I'm okay with him. Like, I guess I'd be who okay. Do, who, who do you want guarding... Uh, I'm okay with Jet, him guarding Salt. That makes sense. Salt played 23 minutes, but when they bring in, he they had another guy off the bench who's a really good, a good shooter. Uh, big, yeah, big guy shooter. Yeah, big guy shooter. That guy, Is it Huff? Bolden, shouldn't be guarding him. Uh, yeah, Huff. Okay. Huff only played 13 minutes. I thought that was kind of a mistake. He hit two out of two threes. Um, it's bad defensively. He's young defensively. Yeah. Uh, but there's really, really good basketball. Uh, the bottom line is we come away with two incredible road wins in our toughest stretch of the year. Yeah. And we still have two games against UNC coming up. We still have uh, a road game at Virginia Tech coming up. Yeah. Um, there's, what is there, seven games left in the season? Yes. And Syracuse also? Road game to Syracuse? Road trip to Syracuse for revenge. Right? And uh, NC State at home on Saturday. Where we get the rest for that one. Yeah, back-to-back home games, I think. Uh, yeah, NC State and Carolina. So Excited for that Carolina game. Kind of excited for uh, for that Carolina I want to say game. one more thing about Virginia. Yeah. It's a uh, negative Peter. Yeah. It was clear down the stretch <laughs> when we're trying to ice the game. R.J. Barrett can get rid of the ball to a better free throw shooter or to a wide open Zion for a dunk, but he waits to get fouled and then pretends like he's in the motion to pass to his teammate. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, I remember that moment. I, I also did, did not prefer to have him go, go into the stripe. For the, uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to do it, I mean, own it. Do you think RJ is looking to, to pad his point totals exactly. at the end of games? Yeah, like, I mean, like consistently, yeah. like. Yeah, he, I mean, like but, James but, Hardman, I would, yes, I would. I would <laughs> I would respect him more if he just owned it. Don't make that lame-ass attempt at a pass after you get fouled when it's clear you had Zion on a breakaway dunk. No, he, he wanted he wanted it. He, I, there was a play. He I, made it look like he wanted to, which I, which I, on the Zion play I think he was, was sort I think of like maybe questionable, maybe it wasn't. But then the very next possession, he did it again. You know, He waited till he got fouled and then pretended to pass. So it was a, it's an interesting, funny thing to look for when we're trying to ice games. Did you uh, did you realize that? Do you know that Zion is scoring more points per game in conference than RJ? Point. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I, I, I think Zion's going to lead the team in scoring. So they put out that um, he's catching up. He's over 22 now. I mean, they're, they're right there. 22, 23.8. I think RJ will hold on to that because he, he, boy, that he, he loves to score. Loves to, uh, <laughs> what's, what's he called, goosing the stats at the end? Uh, yeah, he's just, it's still, it's, he just I mean, takes more shots. Sort of funny. So many more shots. Uh, so I was, I was looking at the stats, you know, took a bit of a deep dive on basketball reference. And, uh, Early, we, we talked a month or two ago, we talked about Zion's historic PER and like net ratings. Yeah. And it seemed as if, well, he's going to enter conference play, so these numbers are going to take a dip, most likely, because the schedule gets tougher. But no. No. <laughs> no, it's gotten better. His, his PER for the year is 42.3, and in conference, his PER is uh, 44. <laughs> Right, I mean, I wish we had something to compare to. Like, I, I wish we knew what Michael Jordan's college, his maybe his junior year, what his PER then was. I would imagine it was at. It can't be more than like thirty-five, thirty-two. No, he didn't have the kind of usage, usage or, right? Or, Dean, I mean, he also had Sam Perkins and James Worthy, and I can't remember if that was the year, but yeah, he was surrounded by other greats. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we have that. No, I think Zion's the only one in the 40s. He's the only one, I think, in the 40s with... A certain number of... Uh, certain usage. Uh, certain well, scoring. 40s indicates usage. So there's some combination of stats that, that you know, they're usually qualifi- qualifying his historic rank with, you know, some qualifier, you know. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, it's very, very. It's gonna be very interesting at the end of the year to see what kind of where he places all time and all these, all these things. Yeah, I mean, on Basketball Reference, they don't have, you know, all the advanced stats for Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, what were his stats his junior, his final year? It's funny because you hear that joke about the only guy who could hold Michael Jordan under twenty points a game is Dean Smith. Yeah, he scored twenty points a game his sophomore year. And he scored nineteen point six a game his his junior year, which are very high averages. Now, keep in mind, he only played 29 and a half minutes a game his junior year. You imagine Coach K playing Michael Jordan under 30 minutes a game? He'd be playing him 39 and a half minutes a game. Coach K's playing Zion under 30 minutes a game, right? Some of it has to do with foul trouble, I think. One one game, he, you know, his eye got, eyeball got poked out, mm-hmm. so he only played like seven minutes in that game. So some of that stuff's... To, and there's They're blowing teams out earlier in the year. As well, in terms of average, but uh, yeah, Jordan shot seventy-seven percent from the free throw line, fifty-five percent from the field. I don't. There were there were no three pointers, I guess. Correct. That year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, his stats stats aren't as sick as you might think they should be. Like he had one and a half steals a game. He's the all-time leader in steals in the NBA. You know. Is that a truth? That can't be true. That can't be true. It's, it's probably John Stockton. John Stockton? Where do you come up with these statements, Mike? I don't know. I'm just I'm a field player. <laughs> all-time NBA steal leaders is he second? Uh, oh, he's third. He's third all-time. Third all-time. You so, never want to give me credit. Yeah. I, I looked it up. I, I thought I might be right, and I was wrong. Who's but, first? Uh, John, <laughs> John Stockton. See, so, yeah, you can't say that. John you have to Stockton, hold that back. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yes, sir. Gary Payton close behind at fourth. But point being, uh, Zion's averaging more steals per game than Michael Jordan, averaging college. And it's 
pretty unusual for a big man. Zion has two steals, two blocks. Yeah. Per each, you know, over two in yeah. each of those categories. And it's it's pretty it's pretty unheard of. Um, you know, just his overall floor game. You know, he's up to almost ten rebounds a game. He was he had a little less early in earlier in the, the year. And like you you can see he's taking more responsibility for rebounding. And his uh his net rating per one hundred possessions, it's just sort of a measure of offensive and defensive contribution. It's hundred and thirty eight point three in conference, eighty nine point six uh defensive rating in conference. I I think I read an article where he has the biggest gap. He has one of the biggest gaps, maybe oh. the biggest gap of all time. Okay. Or something crazy. Top, they're all like top two, three, five. Yeah. The first number is what his offense scores when he's on the floor, and the second number is what the defense gives up when he's on the floor. Right? No, no, no. Is the what, the, the is rating is, is more of like a measure of, of – it's an estimate of points scored for the team. Per 100 I possessions? Think, yeah. Okay. His contribution to the point. Okay, and, it's some it's some yeah. type of metric. To some try voodoo, to quantify some voodoo, how, yeah. how how good you are. Some voodoo, but but he's good at both. He's fantastic. He's, he's historical at both. Uh, historical on offense for sure. His defensive net rating is special as well. Uh, and you go to RJ's page, you know, and you know he's still doing pretty well, but uh, his production has dropped off in conference play. Which makes sense. He's facing more concentration on him, yeah. and he's still trying to do it all a lot of the time. Um, and and the way he goes about it, I think, is going to have a a wider range of production. You know, I think we talked earlier about you know he's going to have like poor shooting nights, whereas I've never seen somebody as consistent as Zion. I mean, even when he has a bad game, he has six for eight. I mean, that's usually what he does seventy five percent. It's it's I, yeah, you know, maybe we, he's had we, one game much, under fifty yeah. percent on the on the season. It's it's unheard of. Seems like every time we we get together, we say the same thing about him. Yeah, and uh, just to compare, RJ's net rating uh, in conference, he's one hundred and nine versus one hundred point two. Okay, you know, which is fine. And when we looked at at some of the guys last year, they all had pretty high net ratings offensively, but their their defensive Defense. net ratings were all. Relatively done. poor, yeah. You know, um, like Bagley had like a one fifteen on defense at some point last year, but like a one thirty five on offense. Um, so it's uh, it's just a combination of the two, the efficiency. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're curious about Marcus Bolden's uh, net rating, you know, we have any guesses, Peter? How it looks? <laughs> last year, I'll tell you this much. Last year. Actually, was this two years ago? For some reason, there's a gap in his stats here. But uh, the last year, the last, the only other year they have in record is his a 102 offensive rating and a 110 defensive rating, which is negative, right? But this year, he's actually performing quite well. 118 on offense, 97 on defense. It's so, pretty good. There you go. I mean, he's been efficient. So, you know? so you're saying he's better than RJ. <laughs> According to this, this this stat is flawed. Obviously, you know, um, mostly all stats are flawed. You, you just have to examine it. You have to. It's how you approach it. Yeah, uh, you know, but his per, you know, for example, is uh, you know, eighteen. Um, so 
not quite as good as uh, Zion, but but Marquise has had a good had a good season. You know, I just think there's times where tactically there's issues. Um, all right, so seven games left. The big U, big North Carolina in-state rivalry games coming up for the next two. How do you think the game against? Uh, do you think NC State's going to pose a challenge? They're pretty talented. I, I think this they're year. a capable team. Um, I think if you sleep on them, like uh, we didn't expect Dennis Smith to beat us at home. I mean, if you underestimate your opponents, anything's happened can happen. But I like our chance. What do you think? We're gonna be like a twenty-point favorite, twelve, uh, fifteen-point favorite. Yeah, more than fifteen, I imagine. Even though NC State's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if they're not ranked, they they were ranked a decent yeah. chunk of the year. And um, what about uh, UNC? Should we make any predictions? We're not gonna podcast before that game. Um. UNC is probably pretty good. I think Virginia was favorite at UNC, or maybe not. I don't know. Five, six points? Four, five, six points? You think that's the line? Is that what you're predicting? Or you think I, we're going to win? I, I lack conviction on the on that line. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to win. Okay. I think, I think we'll probably be at least a six-point favorite at home against Carolina. I think we're going to roll. Um, we're pro- we'll probably lose one, one game. Carolina's ranked eighth. And is having a pretty pretty good year. They just lost uh, to UVA at home right after on the same night we beat Louisville. Yeah. Uh, but before that, they had reeled off uh, eight straight. They've only lost two games in conference. They're going to be a stiff test. They're they have a, a combination of talent and experience. You know that. Uh, you know they're they're probably the next best team in the conference besides UVA. Yeah, it'll be a fun game to watch. I mean, usually UNC's uh, pace of play. Is the fastest in the country. We're usually not. This team plays fast. I mean, we do. So it's just going to be flying up and down the court. Yeah, UNC scoring 87 a game. So there probably will be a lot of points scored. I'm just glad I don't need the. We don't have to watch Joel Barry, right? Why you don't like him, or he's too good? Just got sick of watching Joel Barry. I love Joel Barry. Uh, <laughs> there, his replacement is is really good. That guy right there, Kobe White. Yeah. I'm interested to see Nasser Little. I saw, yeah. He's, his role's diminishing. He's dro- dropping on the draft boards. Um, but he's going to match. I bet you they match him up against Zion. They he give him would, a I shot th- to guard him. I think he was MVP of the McDonald's All-American game, a game which Zion played in, RJ played in, Cam played in. Coming into the year, he would—you would have thought he'd be number two projected right after RJ. Yeah, he might have started above above Zion. Yeah, yeah, and uh, now it's like the Luke May, Kobe White, Cam Johnson show. Cam Johnson's playing sick. I don't know if he's cooled off, but when I checked last, he was pretty incredible. Well, Kobe's Kobe White's leading the team in, in scoring. But uh, all three of those guys score about 15 a game. So, Nasty uh, Little is averaging 9.8 a game. And uh, he's not efficient, you know, like Zion. And uh, Kim Johnson's shooting 46% from three. Is that and good? That's, I hear that's pretty good. I hear that's pretty good. Luke Bay's actually shooting a pretty low percentage. Last year, it looked yeah. like he was going to like become a really, really good shooter. Uh, and he hasn't, hasn't been as much. But... He's, he's still a beast. <clears throat> Walk on. Preferred. Like Coach K's grandson. 
<laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, anything else to discuss? Anything? Do you think Jordan Goldwire is... He, he freaked out. Do you think Goldwire is now going to be a big part of the rotation? That's an excellent question. Yeah. Coach K says... Coach K said, you know, maybe Jordan will work his way into the rotation or I should play more. Well, I mean, it does raise an interesting question. There really question. isn't a rotation. Right. <laughs> but, but um, well, And that, do you think we'll start trapping yeah, that, more aggressively? Yeah, that trapping seemed highly effective. Why not use it as a wrinkle more often? See if you can turn the ball over. Lead to easy baskets. Um, if you do that every... Every so often, every fifth possession, not every fifth yeah. possession exactly, but yeah. you know, 20% of the possessions of a game, especially against a team you're having a hard time getting stops against, Yeah, uh, that'd be a pretty cool wrinkle. If we can do that, we can do the that 2-3, that we can do the switching with the man, and then the other the other way we play the man, and we have, you know, pick up full court sometimes. If this team can accomplish those things effectively, then the three-point shooting might not be as important. But the answer, <laughs> I think, is no. I think I think Jordan Goldwire may see some minutes in the NC State game. But, I mean, we've seen this before so many times. You know, Justin Robinson hits a couple threes. Jack, is, Jack White last year had some game where he contributed in the game, but then just got buried. Um, so starters. Coach K is fickle, and die. He's fickle, fickle with his bench role players. But usually by the end of the season, something – Often something emerges, whether it's Grayson coming out of the, the woodwork or it's Casey Sanders cementing a role down the stretch in 2001. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes somebody does emerge. And it felt like Jack White was that, that thing. Like Jack White was going to play 20 to 30 minutes a game. He played he gets 40 the fifth, in one he gets, game. He gets the fifth most minutes. Yeah. Still does. Yeah, it, it's... it's um, it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on, uh, but the main show, the main event is is just Zion RJ, and, yeah, and the mystery that is Cam, and uh, it's good. It's it's really good to see Cam making some big big buckets, and uh, I like Cam. Game on the line. I like Cam. I like Cam shooting shooting big money threes. I don't like Cam driving <laughs> driving and getting sort of caught in no hey, man's land. I like land. him on the free throw line. That guy's pure. Okay. Pure. I like Alex O'Connell, but I'm never going to see him again. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Go Duke. Go playing Duke. great. You guys are playing great. Um, I think I actually Airbnb'd in Minneapolis place. Boom, get on that quick while it's still cheap. Yikes. Not going to work.